Welcome to Talking Comics, where we are bagged, boarded, and pre-recorded. I'm Ryan. And I'm Josh. So, how's it going, you guys? Uh, it's me and Josh today. Sean's on a little vacation to visit some family. And so, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. We're probably going to keep this episode somewhat on the shorter side. Um, we'll see if I can't rant it up and extend that <laughs> yeah. a little bit. At least at least over a half hour. That's what we're aiming for. At least 30 minutes or more. We're not like a pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> not 30 minutes or less, 30 minutes or more. Yeah. That's our goal. No expectations, no <laughs> disappointment. Exactly. <laughs> Sean's favorite motto. Right? <laughs> Thought he'd get he, a kick he, out of that callback when, we, yeah. uh, when he, he gets to listen. He coined that. Um, so yeah, we have a... Uh, I have a couple of comic-y related things to talk about. We have some video game stories, and yeah, we'll just see where the episode takes us. Uh, you know us, we don't typically plan everything down to the letter with these podcasts. I didn't plan anything. <laughs> You're like, I didn't plan on showing up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Um, so yeah, uh, get my interesting comic book related news out of the way so last week i talked a little bit about how marvel is doing like a reboot thing kind of like dc did with the rebirth and uh they're from what i have i've done a little bit of research on it um one of the things they're kicking it off with is it's it's going to be called marvel legacy it's a good name yeah and uh it's starting off with avengers 1 million bc Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Like, a million BC is really far back. Yeah. So, like, what character is going to be in that? All right. Like, Thor? So, Obviously, Thor would be the so first choice. So, here is the list of uh, some of the the main characters that okay. are going to be in Odin. Makes sense. Yeah, so what instead of Thor, God. it's Odin, his father. Uh, Ghost Rider. Because it's a it's mantle. Been ever since the beginning of time. Yeah, it's a mantle that can be passed down on anyone. From what I understand, I think instead of riding a motorcycle, he's riding like a woolly mammoth. Start with like a. a what? A, uh, the tusk thing from Ice Age. What are yeah, those yeah. called? Uh, uh, like it's a jaguar, but it's an ice. Saber tooth tiger. Saber tooth tiger. Thank yeah. you, Ryan. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a woolly mammoth. I would way prefer if he rode. If I can find uh, the picture, I'll put it up of this. Uh, Iron Fist, another Gauntlet Dread Pirate type. Robinson Mantle type deal. Uh, that's kind of the majority of these, actually, is like a mantle that's been passed down for generations yeah, and generations. Handing off the gauntlet through the years. Black Panther, um, the Sorcerer Supreme, the Phoenix, and a character that I'm not familiar with, Starbrand. Sounds like a cereal. You know, there's only... <laughs> <laughs> two, three of those that I would care to hear the story of. I like the idea of going back that far. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Rider and like uh, Black Panther and definitely Odin. Odin topping that list. Yeah. Like I love like the mythology type. Mm -hmm. The the article I was reading uh, said like the guy writing it was like I can only imagine like you know cavemen like they find Mjolnir Thor's hammer in like a cave somewhere and they're all trying to lift it up and they can't. From a Christian perspective, because that is pre-sin, yeah, it might be interesting to take a look at who would be considered worthy 
in a time before sin. Yeah, that's just from the basic Christian belief system. Yeah. Outlook. Um. But I'm really interested to see what what they do with this. Um, I don't know very much about it because I only found out about it like two days ago. Right. <laughs> it, it's a pretty new information release. Yeah. Um. Sounds fun though. Like, yeah. Is that going to be comic books, or do you think it'll take a jump onto the screen? It'll probably just be comics. Most of them do that jump. Yeah. I mean, there's been talk like that they might have to do an MCU reboot. Right, because after, people are aging out. Yeah, people are aging out, and contracts, contracts are g- going up. So, who knows what that what'll, that'll, what'll happen with that. I really don't want Robert Downey Jr. to leave the MCU. <laughs> I know that he's like the first one in, the first one out kind of thing. He's I think probably the most likely shit-stirrer. He's, he's gonna be out first, in my opinion. Well, but Sean and I both agree. Uh, Captain America, Chris Evans. He's yeah. gonna be the first to quit. Because he's so in demand right now that yeah. once he's well, out of his he, contract, he can go get so wants, much more. Style. He wants to direct. I get that. Um, um, but you can take a swing at that between movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he should. So. You know. Uh, <clears throat> and. What I think I think he's the most likely. He's definitely going to get. We think he's definitely going to get killed off. And then, like. Uh, Falcon or the Winter Soldier will take up the Captain America mantle like they did in the comic books. Right. Um, so, that's happening. Uh, I heard some interesting news about the Thor Ragnarok movie, though. Yeah? Uh, I'm interested. Uh, Doctor Strange is gonna have a cameo in it. Wonderful. And, uh, apparently... What they think, the the thing I was watching, that they, they speculate that it's going to be like, part of it is going to take place in New York, where Thor and Loki have to locate Odin, because apparently Odin is like, been banished to Earth or something. Because if you've seen Thor Dark, the Dark World, right. uh, Loki took over as in place of Odin. Right, he's and evidently in he, charge over there. And evidently, they're thinking uh, that Odin was banished by Loki to Midgard, Earth, and has just, like, been, like, a homeless person since. That's awesome. I love that. So, who knows what'll happen with that. Uh, it's coming up soon, though. Uh, November, I think. Damn, that's close. So, we have that to look forward to. Um... Uh, what else, what else, what else? Um, for you Teen Titans fans, uh, the, I've heard, so everyone knows about, like, Young Justice is one of the biggest, uh, cartoon, DC cartoons right now. It's, like, super popular. Everyone that's watched it liked it. Uh, that's gonna be coming to, Sean and I already talked about it, but W, not W, yeah, the WB DC, uh, WB owns DC, right? Oh, I didn't know that, actually. And, uh... They're planning on starting their own streaming service. Oh, my God. Originally, the Young Young Justice was gonna be, like, a Netflix series. I I hate to, like, drag this one focus of this out, 
but the streaming services owned by the TV channels need to stop. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. At some point, every one of them is going to want their own streaming service, and we're going to end up paying 10 bucks a month here, 10 bucks a month there to see what we want to see, yeah. and none of them are going to have enough content. I'm personally, I can't even, can't even justify paying for both Hulu and Netflix. Yeah. It's kind of one or the other, or maybe once a year I'll turn Hulu on for three months, catch up on anything on there I want to watch, and then I'll t- turn it off again. They're not getting more than yeah, you like, know, a handful of I'm, streaming services for any one subscriber. Yeah. I, uh, I was planning on canceling my... If certain shows I like that air on Hulu weren't going to get a second season or another season, I was just going to cancel it. But they, si- they saved themselves because uh, Lethal Weapon is getting a second season. Gotcha. And I really like that show. But yeah, we need to put an end to this whole everything yeah. needs a streaming like, service. We talked about it last week. Disney is pulling out from right, Netflix. Their Netflix contract. I heard that. That's And they want to start their own streaming service. Which I mean, Disney's honestly, a big enough company they can pull they, it off. They have enough content where I can understand, like, especially families with kids mm-hmm. paying for that service. But why can't they just get their money from Netflix and Netflix host it for them? Yeah. Because Netflix an innovator in the business they have a good you know relation with their customers Mm -hmm. they charge a fair price and nobody complains about their service except the biggest complaint the only complaint anyone has is that they don't have enough content and that's because people keep pulling their content from the availability Mm -hmm. to netflix now if you want to ask a higher dollar from netflix ask them pass that pass that cost on to me i'm okay with paying a little bit more for netflix to get more content Uh and i especially love that netflix is creating their own content to fill those gaps. Yeah, and good content, too. Solid that. content. Have you seen Master of None? No, I haven't watched that one. It's Aziz Ansari? Uh, yeah, it's in my list. I've just never gotten around so to it. So high up, man. Like, it, it's not one of those shows you're going to rewatch 90 times. Mm-hmm. But one watch through is so easy. Like, it just glides like butter. Uh, Netflix has recently, over the past like year or two, jumped into a something I'm I'm into but you're not all that into anime. Right. They, and they've been anime. killing it. Like uh are you familiar with the Castlevania games or know of them? They were like I Nintendo I Super Nintendo games. They were a side scrolling RPG type game and Netflix did made uh worked with a couple of companies and made an anime of it. That That's sounds awesome. Super badass. You know my affinity for the retro consoles. Yeah. It's like super badass, really well animated. And unfortunately, you only had like four episodes. I'm really hoping they like get back on it and start making more. But super good. Netflix is just killing it. Netflix knocks it out of the park time and time again. They've revived shows that we all wanted mm-hmm. back. I'm I'm speaking personally for Arrested Development. Yeah, I was just about Amazing. to say Amazing. But they're going to do it with other shows. They have been doing it with other shows. They gave a spinoff to Full House. I didn't like the spinoff, yeah. but I liked checking in with the family, you know, mm-hmm. 20 years later. So, I mean, it's a great... They have a lot of power. Yeah. And I love what they're doing with it, and they're not screwing over their customers. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean, I would I would pay, like... I'm, what do we pay, like, 12, 13, 14 I'm a, bucks a I'm month? I'm at $10 a month still. I, I mean, I, I pay for two the... Screens. Yeah, I, I pay for, like, the four screen, because, like, I use it for my whole family. Right. Um, my grandma likes to watch Longmire and Western movies and stuff like that. Which is, I mean, especially L- for her. Longmire actually is a Netflix original based off of a series of novels, and it's really good. Really? Yeah. 
what's cool about that is that content is so priced down that Netflix can have it for practically nothing, mm-hmm. and it does offer that free. I mean, them having that doesn't cost me and you, the regular viewer, anything. Mm-hmm. But it adds so much value for those who care about that. Yeah, and that's where Netflix excels is they have all the content. Mm-hmm. But, again, they keep getting it taken away from them yeah. by people thinking they can reproduce the magic yeah. Netflix created. They, they see the... Uh, the profits. The, being pro- the profits and the profits and the views that the their content on Netflix is getting. And they're like, all right, we can t- take this and try and s- resell it ourselves. And the thing is, I don't think they'll ever make as much from individual subscribers as they were from having Netflix host mm-hmm. it for them, like Netflix paying for the rights for them. Yeah. And then they have to put out more effort to host it themselves. Mm-hmm. They have to design a website. They have to risk being sued for design things being too similar. Yeah. Netflix already has all the bugs worked out. Mm-hmm. They are the leader in the industry. And all you have to do is say, yeah, you can use my content. Here it is. Pay me X amount. Yeah. And Netflix has the buying power to do so, so just leave it to them. Yeah, and Sean was saying that hopefully because Netflix and Disney have such a good relationship that they're not going to pull these Marvel contracts from them, like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, The Defenders, which is coming out the this Netflix next month. originals that, yeah. that Netflix is creating. I don't think they'll pull those from them. Yeah. But everything else will be gone. It won't. You won't be able to turn on Netflix and watch the MCU in order with the Marvel originals all on one thing. And, like We're hoping that because their relationship's good enough that they might keep those on because they, they tie in directly part, partly direct, directly and partly to like what's happening in their originals because they're all part of the same universe. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Like Disney might realize that this is too costly of a venture, even for them. Never too much for Disney. <laughs> that, uh, I said I said the words, and then I was like, "I mean, we're we're the country of Mickey Mouse laws, yeah. a legitimate law structure that essentially keeps Disney doing whatever they want yeah. for eternity, yep. as far as trademarks go." Speaking of Disney, uh, I also said we'd have some video game stories. Uh, that's, this is a good segue. Uh, I've been recently playing a game that came out when I was a kid. And I have a lot more appreciation for it, and I'm able to play play it to completion a lot easier because now that I'm actually better at video games than I right. was when I was like ten. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts games. Oh. I don't know how familiar you are with them. I played them back in the day, but they were too hard for me. I'm not a video gamer yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. I haven't played any console since you know. PlayStation Three, yeah. and even then, it was just a handful of games, a handful yeah. of times. I bought a, a PlayStation Three so I could have a Blu-ray player. Yeah. They were one of the cheapest ways to get a Blu-ray player when they came out. Yeah, um, and, and it's a multi-purpose Blu-ray player. It's like right. it's a Blu-ray player, and if I so but choose, I can, do... I can play video games right. on it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they remastered it and put all of the ones that have been released, all of the games that tie together. Because like for some reason. Square Enix and Disney decided to go multi-platform with it when their first most popular game on the PlayStation 2, they're like, all right, next game that's a direct sequel, Chain of Memories, we're going to put that on the Game Boy Advance. So you had to have multiple consoles yeah. just to play one so storyline? Like you had to have PlayStation 2, a Game Boy Advance, and then like the second... And then uh, 
Game Boy DS and so on. God, anyway, that sounds but this, this takes all of them, puts them in HD, and now you can play them on your PlayStation 4. Is it just PlayStation 4, or is it available on the other consoles? Uh, it's probably available on the other consoles, but I'm your PlayStation 4 guy. 4 guy. Um, but yeah, so I got to replay that, and it's like you either go to all these Disney worlds and of like Final Fantasy and Disney put together. So you have all these characters with crazy swords and crazy hair, right? Interacting with like Mickey Mouse and Hercules. That that does sound fun. I mean, and the good you get, matchups. You get to hang out with Winnie the Pooh and the gang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always been a fan of Tigger. You know, I was thinking about that because I I played a part in in it where I was like, why are these people not alarmed by the tiger roaming this woods? Right. I mean, sure, he's toothless. <laughs> we got a pig. We got a bear. An owl, a motherfucking tiger, <laughs> <laughs> a tiger on crack. Right. That's probably how he lost his teeth. <laughs> I never really realized that he was like toothless before. I, I, I mean, until you just said it, I didn't know that he was. Like, but here, here's like, like I'll put up a picture of Tigger right here. He's obviously got to be toothless. The way he talks, the way his lips are formed, I'm terror, super terror. Man, you just ruined my childhood. <laughs> Speaking um, of ruining my childhood, I just got the coolest thing. Yeah. And it doesn't ruin my childhood. I was half expecting it to, which mm-hmm. is why, it, you know, brought it up. I got a Retron HD. Uh, it's it's a Super Nintendo that isn't, or a Nintendo uh, entertainment system that isn't from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It plays all the old cartridges, but it does so through HDMI. Right on. Which, as you know, has been a, a recurring problem. I have the original Nintendo Entertainment yeah. System, but I can't hook it up to my TV because my TV is 4K and the component jacks don't work or something, mm-hmm. and so I just can't play my old games. Yeah. And then Retron released a $40 console that solves that problem. Nice. And, a, and it looks amazing on my mm-hmm. TV on top of that. So I've been playing that a little bit. I'm terrible at video games. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I haven't played them in a really long time. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was much better as a kid, yeah. I think. I've been playing all these HD remasters and uh, spiritual successors of ret- retro games that are like platformers and stuff, and I'm like, God, I'm rusty. Right. Platforming is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I could have swore I was good at this at a time. Yeah, I thought I was good at it. I mean, I, I've been playing the Nintendo, mostly the Super Nintendo since I was a kid. Uh, that's my console. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was a kid, I got a PlayStation 1 for my yeah. birthday from my father, and a couple of months after playing it, I really wanted my grandpa's video game system, the the Super Nintendo, and I actually traded him mm-hmm. his play, my PlayStation for his Super Nintendo, and... You know, he did it because I'm his grandson, but he didn't want, like, to rip a kid off. Yeah. So he was like, and remember, you can trade me back whenever you want. And in the back of your mind, you were thinking, (laughs) sucker. (laughs) And I never traded it back. I still have that Super Nintendo from when I was a kid. And eventually, like, you know, ten years later, he gave me the PlayStation back. (laughs) But, like, PlayStation was never, that PlayStation was never my console. Yeah. I went from PlayStation for a couple months, not really being into it. Mm-hmm. Super Nintendo for years playing it all the time 
and then PlayStation 2 for multiple years, PlayStation 3 yeah. for multiple years, and then I could just quit gaming altogether. Mm-hmm. So Super Nintendo's my console. Yeah, very, very, very nostalgia. A lot of nostalgia built up around it. Like, that was... Uh, Super Nintendo, for like you and me, because we didn't grow up with money, per se. Right. <laughs> so those they, they were a lot more affordable. Way more affordable. Around our childhood. I, I could get video games at garage sales at the time because everyone was upgrading their system. Mm-hmm. I have a tub, like a, not like a, a moving box full, but one of those plastic, um, like they go under your bed t- tubs, right? And it's just full of Super Nintendo games, mm-hmm. and some of them are duplicates because my grandpa would go garage sailing. He'd take me along, mm-hmm. and if we saw Super Nintendo games, we would just ask him how much it was for the box. Yeah. And my grandpa would buy him for us. Mm-hmm. He was just as much into the Super Nintendo as I was. After he traded me his Super Nintendo, he got another one. Yeah. And another one, and another one. We have four in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, that is 2017, we have four Super Nintendos in Jeez. our house. Louise. That's not even the Nintendo Entertainment System, I remember, which we also I have. remember when you're... When you, like, found them again. Right. About, like, a year and a half ago. We found a closet full of... All the video game systems. I'm talking Atari's, Super Nintendo, nin- Nintendo's, PlayStation 2's, PlayStation 1's. Uh, he had an old gaming computer. Like, um, nice. I don't even know this existed, but apparently computers back in the day had like a, a barrel key that you could put in them to turn the power off. Yeah. Because they were private things. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not super familiar. Those weren't. They're were like before my time. But yeah, I'm I'm somewhat familiar with the concept of those. Uh, I actually recently watched a, a tech video where like they made built a sleeper PC, where they put it in like a 1990s beige, grayish tower that's like the size of a Subaru, <laughs> <laughs> and just like decked it out one of the modern tanks tech from the 90s is what you're saying yeah. one of the big bulky ones that nobody would like it's what you have in your your garage yeah it, it's not so old that it's you know fill a, a bedroom with a computer yeah but it is one of the bulky first computers you ever owned type yeah computers like the, the like the first computer your dad probably had <laughs> and they like decked it out with like water cooling and like the first computer two my dad cards. ever had was a MacBook Pro. Your <laughs> dad's a weird dude. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's he's led a life. Yeah, he's led some life, quite a life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've seen like old old pictures and stuff like where they're like talking about like some of the older designs of PCs where like they had the key and stuff like that. What's weird is it's a mechanical key. Like, I, I keep on a, a barrel key on mm-hmm. my keychain at all times for work. It has one of those, and you turn it, and inside the computer, it's an electronic switch. It turns on and gives power to the computer. It is the craziest in my head. I can't even fathom why this exists. Yeah, I think that's It's the craziest cool. combination of technology and, like, physical technology. Yeah, physical like security. and Electronic like, technology and mechanical technology. Yeah. It, it's the perfect combination. I wish my modern computer had that. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, I would always have it on the on position. I don't turn my computer off. Yeah. Uh, my main computer is running 24-7. The only time I turn my computer off is when I need to restart it for updates. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because mine is my entertainment hub for my whole house. Yeah. I'm running Netflix. I, I have my 
music, my movies, downloaded, all condensed onto a mm-hmm. hard drive, so I don't have to go pick my movie off the shelf, it's just there, yeah. I can hit play from anywhere, play it all through my house. That makes me think of uh, the stand-up comedian I was watching one time, where he was like, I really want to watch Shawshank Redemption. If it's under $15 on iTunes, I'm going to buy it. I have it on a shelf. Fourteen ninety-five. It was on my shelf, right next to my bed. I bought it on iTunes, but... You know, you can't just, like, you know, pull out a DVD and just, like, throw it in your DVD player. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It's the craziest thing, because I'm a huge consumer for handheld goods, like, physical stuff. I don't want a digital copy yeah. of anything, so I buy I, The only movies. time I get digital copies in is when that's the only option. Right. So I buy the movie physical copy, I put it on my shelf, and then, you know, I... I put it in my computer one time I sync it I download it off the rip it off the disc keep it on my computer and then I never touch the case again yeah but like I like having the display of all the mm-hmm. cases especially like sometimes there's some really cool cases that's true like and I've rebought video games that like I I uh, got rid of years ago because now they came out with a collector case <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I'm that type of person yeah I've done that before too and it's still stupid when you really think about it. Two years ago, when I got rid of every DVD I owned because I wanted a Blu-ray-only collection, yeah. was one of the dumbest things I've ever done because I spent money I had already spent to get the movie I already had, <laughs> gave away the copy I already had, and now there's movies I can't find on Blu-ray even though I gave them away already. <laughs> like, I cannot find a Blu-ray copy of Catch Me If You Can. So, people... Keep an eye out for that and put it in the comments below where you can find it. <laughs> Blu-ray, catch me if you can, that can be played in America. That I need that. And also, like, on DVD, when Blockbuster went out of business, I went to Blockbuster and I happened to find a movie I had watched on Redbox. Mm-hmm. I loved it on Redbox. It's called, um... Now I can't remember. <laughs> the Loved Ones. The it's loved a horror ones. movie called The Loved Ones. It's from Australia. Around 2014 it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rented it because I thought it would be terrible. Yeah. I do that every now and then. It's a weird quirk of mine. Me and one of my best friends watched it. Absolutely loved it. I went to <laughs> uh, Blockbuster when they were closing, and I found two DVD copies. I bought one for me and one for that friend because we both loved the movie so yeah. much. And I still have that DVD because I wasn't willing to get rid of it. But I can't find the loved ones on Blu-ray either. Hmm. I've messaged like the the creators, yeah, looking for that movie, <laughs> and they can't they can't release it on Blu-ray. There's not enough customers. There's no fan base to release it to. <laughs> Same so, thing with the movie. So basically, the circle, what you're saying is, circle. You need a Blu-ray. Uh, I need you need a Blu-ray, a Blu-ray burner. burner. <laughs> Because I need to put the movies that I've ripped from DVD that I own onto Blu-ray so they can fit in my collection better. (laughs) And that's a really big problem because those burners cost hundreds of dollars because Blu-ray is not the same as DVD. You can make a DVD for like 15 cents. You can't make a Blu-ray for under like 30 bucks. Yeah. You know, which kind of like blows my mind that video games are still like the same price that they were like... 10 years ago when the PlayStation 3 was still, like, new. Right. I'm surprised the price of inflation hasn't gone up. It's weird to me that you can pay $60 to buy a movie on Amazon or or to buy a video game on Amazon and play it instantly. Mm. Or you can go to the store, pay $60, own the physical copy, 
well, now, and play it instantly. Well, nowadays, uh, Amazon actually has a deal with Twitch, and now they're giving, like, if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you get you can get up to, like, $15 off games sometimes when they're new. But isn't it crazy that... And they act... And most... I always... Whenever I order off Amazon, I always order the hard copy. The combo pack. Like, I, I, I prefer to have the hard copy, so I just buy the hard copy version. Right. But what I'm saying is, why doesn't it cost less to buy a video game in digital than yeah, it does I, I in wonder physical? that sometimes. Uh, because for movies, you can buy a movie brand new for... Depending on where you live, how new the movie is. A brand new movie on Blu-ray, you pay 20 to $25 for mm-hmm. You go rent it on iTunes for 2 bucks. You go rent it at uh, Redbox for $1.50. You can buy it on Amazon for 15 You can buy it on iTunes for like 15 mm-hmm. It's at least $5 off to yeah. own it digitally. I was actually watching a, a video where this the, the guy that did the video was saying how we're kind of lucky that video games are the price that they are because realistically their price should be a lot more and he's surprised so much money is put into video games he's so surprised that uh they're still able to make video games at this price like they realistically they shouldn't and the the foundation of video games should crash beneath this price and, and the price model is built on the backs of unpaid interns is really why it's so cheap <laughs> because the time put into them yeah. if you had to pay every single person working on the game you couldn't make bucks your, a game you couldn't make your money back yeah but yeah that's a whole different subject yeah that's a podcast for another day one I need to do a lot more research on <laughs> um yeah so uh might have a little bit of a review of the Retron HD coming up here in the near future. Uh, we'll see how it goes with the recording tests and whatnot. And that might come up. If you guys are interested, you know, hit the like button and let us know if that'd be something you'd like to see. Let us know in comments. That little section that you guys never use below the video. You can uh, use your fingers to write on a thing called a keyboard. It's not really writing like with a pen, but it's similar. And, um, then you use your mouse to click send, and then we can read that. <laughs> and it's and fascinating. You, can, you give us feedback. You don't have to go through Sean. Everyone goes through Sean. It's so funny because yeah. he, he. It's not that he gets mad. He's like, guys, just you comment. Just, yeah. Ryan will read it and he, he can address it. You're asking questions for Ryan. Don't go to me to get to Ryan. Yeah. Go to Ryan because Ryan runs the page. All you have to do is comment, and it's hilarious to me. I do all the the uploading and the editing. And the Facebook posting. So, if you ever need to get a question directly to me, those are the places for it. Our Facebook page, uh, our comment section, any of that. That'll work. And I can address it in the comments, on the page, or in a future video. And if you have a question for me, what you can do is uh, write it down on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope, and send it to yourself, because I don't care. (laughs) 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 Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one, good one. <laughs> uh, we might, uh, yeah, Josh and I might actually be going to a retro game expo here in October. Both so. of us are definitely looking forward to that. It's just a matter of putting the schedule together. Yeah, um, that way, because I, I was just t- talking to him about it before we recorded when he was telling me he uh, was getting this thing, and I was like, you know. 
that might make us going to Retro Game Expo actually really worth your while. Because you might be able to find some stuff that you haven't been able to find online right. for a good price. There are definitely games that I want. There's a game that I need. Yeah. Uh, but that's not for the Retron HD. That's hopefully if they make the Retron Super HD, mm. which is rumored, um, which would be for Super Nintendo yeah. games. So the Retron if that HD, happens, then I'm in heaven. The Retron HD is the HD version of the NES, and then they're going to come out with the Super Retron HD, which is the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the SNES. Which is the one my that, console. Yeah, our, our generation our is a little bit more familiar with. You know, I remember, while we're on these uh, old old gaming stories, I remember uh, back in the day of the PlayStation 1 era, like, we had, a, like, the PlayStation 2 was out, or just came out, or something along those lines. We didn't have that big of a collection yet, but, so we were still playing uh, the PlayStation 1, I think. I don't know. It's been a long time ago. I'm only 24, but it seems like forever ago now. <laughs> uh, we would rent games from, like, Hollywood... Oh, my God. Hollywood Video? <laughs> or Blockbuster. You. A lot of our listeners are probably too young to remember Hollywood Video. <laughs> Hollywood Video was so much better than Blockbuster. Honestly. Like, they did have a lot of stuff that I liked mo- a bit more. Uh, Blockbuster had a lot more of the newer stuff. But, but Hollywood Video had, like, a much bigger selection Hollywood of Hollywood Video had the selection of everything from the past. And Blockbuster was more focusing on, like, last month's releases. You know, modern... this Last year's releases. Yeah. And classics. Mm-hmm. Nothing in between. But we would, uh... Hollywood Video had everything. Yeah. Including porn. <laughs> Seriously... They sold porn in a back room that was hidden behind a sheet or some beads or some so shit. So cliche. And, like, <laughs> it existed. You don't think it existed, but it existed. That's so freaking funny. Uh, but we would Now we have to, you know, have am- anonym- uh, go anonymously onto the internet and find porn. Back in the day, you had to face your your townspeople <laughs> oh and hope hey, you could, it's my mailman <laughs> hope you could slip into the back room without being seen by the people who weren't going into the back room <laughs> and back out of the back room without anybody noticing you <laughs> not that we were ever old enough to yeah. do that while those stories we just, existed we just found them laying out in the out in a field somewhere it was weird in the woods. there was always a there was always a playboy in the woods yeah Always found a boy in the woods. It's like, does you a bear what? shit in the woods? This Do is, creepy this people hide their porn ridiculous. in the woods? I, my first Playboy, I bought from a close friend of mine. And I don't know where he got it, but I'm sure it's from the woods. I still have that Playboy. <laughs> I just, there's no right way to throw away a Playboy when you live with your grandparents. Yeah. Because, like, they could go through the recycling really easy. <laughs> they might go through the trash. Who knows? And uh, it's just really awkward to be like, yeah, uh, I got my full use out of that Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, so we would rent video games for our PlayStation 1 and then burn them. But it wasn't like they had like systems in the PlayStation so you couldn't do burn games unless you had like a special trick. Really? And like people would make these special like extra hard springs that would push down this little button in the back that would make the uh, disc spin for right. a bit before you closed the lid. Uh, if you just close the lid right away, it'd be like, this is not a real version of the game. But if you like held down that little button with like a pencil or something, it'd spin it long enough for like to trick the game or something. No. No. All right. Hold on. 
I had my information a little mixed up. You have to put an actual normal copy of a game in there. Okay. Hold down the button. Because the first thing it does is look for like a, this is a real game code on the game. Yeah. And then you can pull it out, swap the other one in, close the lid, and then play it. Yeah. Is that what you're going yeah. for? Okay. So you Because I have played those. I just didn't realize what you were going say for. Say you had your, uh, God, uh, you wanted to play your burn game, and you had a hard copy of Crash Bandicoot. So you put in your normal, legit hard copy, you press down that button, wait for it to spin, and before it loads up, you pull it off and you put your burn game in, close the lid, and then hopefully, if thing, because it doesn't always work right. right. Sometimes there is a malfunction and it just wouldn't work. We had a couple that didn't do that. File this under things you did not need to know because yeah. it'll never come up. Yeah. He's just reliving his childhood yeah. right now. And but, it's beautiful because we had a similar thing going on with Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games. Uh, you'd go buy a really crappy game from, say, a garage sale. We totally did that. And you'd crack it open at the seam and pull the game part out of the mm. plastic and you'd switch it out for a rented copy of a good game, so you would hand back a copy of Super Mario Brothers that really contained PGA Golf Tour, and <laughs> you'd keep PGA Golf Tour, which was really Super Mario Brothers, Yeah. and then the next person who rented it, unfortunately, would get stuck with PGA Golf Tours and not get to play Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. You know, Growing up poor, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that totally... Just brought me back to we used to have uh it was on our n64 and uh we had it was like madden nfl and it on my on it written in sharpie was not madden nfl <laughs> it didn't say it, what it was it was conquer <laughs> conquer's bad fur day that foul mouth squirrel that would hit hit and kill monster people with his bat that's awesome <laughs> so and i was i was like What's this game? And I put it in. I'm like, I'm not old not enough. For this. I'm not old enough for this. <laughs> uh, speaking of retro things, uh, we're gonna move away from the breaking the law parts of stuff. Uh, I recently we're way past the uh, statute of limitations, right? <laughs> I, I recently got my hands on uh, old episodes of The Simpsons, which you can do at uh, SimpsonsWorld.com or mm. or every Simpsons episode or something like that. Google it. Don't just go to the website I mentioned because I'm wrong. Uh, you could just watch any episode of The Simpsons mm. ever. Yeah, and it's really easy. Whatever. So I've been rewatching the older episodes, mm -hmm. and if you've ever been a Simpsons fan as a child, you need to go rewatch the first season through whenever you stopped watching. Because it is so much better now. Yeah. There's so many jokes you didn't get. <laughs> and there's still a lot of jokes I don't get. I can tell something's supposed to be funny, but I'm not old enough to catch the reference yeah. they're making. Like, it's not that I... It was something political or something, I'm sure. Yeah. And I was six, so that political joke doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it's so worthwhile to go back and just rewatch it. I'm not saying turn it on in the background while you do something else. Watch it. It's <laughs> such a good show, and it's underrated for... And, and, and the weird part the is we rule. rate it so highly, and we're not giving it enough credit. Yeah, the same rule kind of applies to, like, American Dad and Family Guy. Like, you know, I can't find the enjoyment in rewatching those at all. But like, like when we watched them younger, 
And oh yeah, like, ha, 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 fart I, jokes, ha ha. And now it's like, oh, that was that was a really good political joke in there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can catch all those political jokes and stuff I didn't catch back then, but they don't have the rewatchability that The Simpsons do. Something about The Simpsons is magic. Yeah, and um, it's so worth rewatching. <laughs> so, in case you can't tell, I got a Retron HD in the last week, and I've been playing a lot of that. When it's TV time, I've been watching old episodes of The Simpsons. I am literally reliving my 90s childhood every single day. I can't wait to go home and have a pizza night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I wonder, like, fingers crossed, pray to the gods. Uh, What if we... All of them? All All of of the gods? Every religion. Good, good. (laughs) Gotta cover your bases. Uh, Would would you lose your shit if we found a, a copy of the... Like a Super Nintendo copy of uh, Simpsons beat 'em up game at Retro at Retro Game. I Expo. love that game, but I don't think it's worth playing on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. have to play it on the stand-up arcade, yeah. and that's unfortunate. What I would die for is a copy of Mister Do. It's a game nobody plays. It's on my <laughs> arcade standing cabinet, but I fell in love with that game on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And I'm better at it on the Super Nintendo. It's the only game I've ever beaten in my life, Mister Do. <laughs> Uh, it's so great. I love that game. <laughs> the, uh, I, I think, what was the first game I ever beat? I think the first game I ever remember, like, completing, like, all the way to the very end, and, like, getting all the collectibles was Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper? You play as a, a raccoon and his gang of thieves. You like playing games where you're an animal. I do. Uh, this is, like, universally true. You still play those games. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot, ukulele, Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I got all the collectibles and stuff. And specifically like, raccoons, you really like raccoons. Raccoons are kind of cool. They are kind of cool. Rocket uh, raccoons. Maybe, maybe my it's hero. because like I don't fuck with raccoons in real life. I would not suggest anybody <laughs> fuck with raccoons in real life. They're mean. Trash pandas are not to be messed with. <laughs> Trash pandas. Is that is better? that better? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're 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 tying this into comics. <laughs> um, we're hooked on the book hooked on the book decals available at the nerd nest I didn't mean that to be a spot for the decal I just yeah. really I just really liked it I, I made the decal because I loved the saying yeah. so much it's not like a to, thing just for money yeah, next time I'm at the shop I need to pick one of those up and put it on my car Chris said it in the, the one I think, sure. I think I was the one that said it and he was not we Somebody, one of you yeah. two said it and laughed about it, and while I was listening to the rest of the episode, like, I went to work. the design, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I made it, I sent it to Chris, he's like, I love it, I want a bumper sticker of it, and now that I've made it, he's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but that's not the point, because I love it regardless. Yeah. I made those for me, because, like... He didn't say, hey, make me a decal of that. I made like, it a decal because I loved it. the saying. <laughs> I, a subtle hint of uh, Spider-Man in that logo. On the is written in a Spider-Man font. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. In case you guys didn't know, Josh is the one that makes the decals at the Nerd Nest. I am. I'm not very good at it. Well, it's mostly the computer that does the work. Hey. <laughs> It's mostly the computer that lands an airplane, too, but we still <laughs> congratulate the pilot. <laughs> what?
what, don't you love when you hear a joke and it just like continues to sink in and sink in and just keep laughing and laughing? Being a pilot's got to be the easiest job nowadays, though. So many regulations in place that you can't really mess up because the well, pilot. Once you get on like like a big boy plane. Right, I mean, puddle jumpers are different. Like those are the res- ones that people much re- respect to anybody still flying. Like, like those the, are what the people brothers. train on. Yeah, like, much respect to anybody flying like the Wright brothers because that shit's hard. I mean, I have those freaking little things flying over my house like eight, eight, ten times a day, and it's scary <laughs> to say the least. Sometimes your roof rattles. <laughs> my bobbleheads start to shake on my shelf. I feel like I'm that on the part's, s- that I'm, part's pretty cool. I'm on the set of Jurassic Park, I think. A glass of water, just <laughs> too, too, too. I don't drink that ripple, stuff. Ripple, ripple. Glass of Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Dog doesn't even like him. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I'd say we just about hit our time. Yeah, I think we can wrap this up. We've talked talked about uh, the downfall of uh, Netflix. Not really down, their downfall, but the downfall of companies that are trying to break away from Netflix. Um, nostalgia. Talked about that for at least a half hour. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think? What are you nostalgic for? Uh, do you think that these companies starting their own streaming service is a good idea? I mean, I'm probably going to pay for them regardless because I have a huge addiction to TV. And I'm not. I'm going to take a uh, moral... Um moral high ground where I think I'm just going to do what I think is right and protest by not paying for it. And coming over and watching them at my house for well, free. They won't know that I didn't <laughs> pay for it that way. Alright, so uh... Oh no. Did you forget how to sign off? No, I just remembered something. What? He's not here. Oh, Sean does the signing off. Yeah. Huh? Uh, wait, wait, what does he say? I'll say it. He says have a day. Oh, I can't do that one. <laughs> um... um so thank you guys. Hang on, hang on, hang I got this. Stay in school, don't do drugs. <laughs>